Today, there are two million descendants of French-Canadian immigrants living in New England. These are our stories. Welcome to the French-Canadian Legacy Podcast. Venez tous jeunes fils et garçons, je vais vous raconter l'histoire de notre immigration ici au USA, de grands aventuriers de pays étrangers. Bonjour everyone, this is Melody with French-Canadian News. We'll start with an article by Juliana LaRue titled Franco-Americans and Ethnic Diversity. This post is about the assimilation of French-Canadian immigrants in the United States and how this has affected today's Franco-Americans. Check out the post for the full story. Next up, we have a post by Ma Famille Canadien Francais titled, Detective Elliot Stabler is Franco-American and we're loving it. Ever wonder if there are any Franco-American actors and actresses? They might be difficult to find, but they are out there making it big. Check out this post to find out how the Law & Order SVU actor Christopher Maloney is Franco-American. And check out the episode of Finding Your Roots, where Maloney learned of his family's Franco-American past. For a little bit of self-promotion, I have a new post on the Modern Franco's blog titled, What Can We Do to Rebirth the Culture? When I search online for Franco-American and French-Canadian culture, I don't get many results. There's a lot about the French language, which is important, but there doesn't seem to be very many traditions that have held up to today. In this post, I talk about recreating older traditions, but also creating our own. Check it out to learn more. There's a call for writers from the advisory board of the Association for the Advancement of the French Language and Francophone Culture in the U.S. Interested writers and authors are invited to submit a proposal for a book chapter on French topics in the United States. Send in your proposal of no more than 500 words to francophoneus at gmail.com by March 20th. All proposals need to be submitted as Microsoft Word documents. Check out the link in our episode description for details about this proposal. Moving on to podcasts, I actually have a video to share. Check out Luke from Ma Famille Canadien Francais in his series, Les Enventures des Québécois. Currently, there are four episodes out, so get caught up on Luke's adventures. And now, a podcast episode I wanted to suggest is this episode of 10-3 Canada Covered. International travelers returning to Canada now face a mandatory 72-hour quarantine in designated hotels. Stay up to date on how the pandemic is affecting travel in Canada. And now on to events. On March 3rd at 7 p.m., check out the French-Canadian Origins of the U.S. Credit Unions by Mark Paul Richard, Ph.D. This presentation will explore the significant role of Desjardins in launching the hugely successful credit union movement in the United States. On March 4th from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m., check out Moi de la Francophonie 2021 Virtual Launch Celebration. Meet representatives from businesses, governments, and nonprofits and learn more about their community offerings, calendar of events, studies, and work and visa programs. This event is free, but you must register as soon as possible. And this event will be in French. On March 4th at 7 p.m., join author David Vermette as he speaks about his book, A Distinct Alien Race, The Untold Story of Franco-Americans. Discover why French-Canadian immigrants were seen as a threat to the U.S. in the late 19th century. On March 8th at 4 p.m., join author Susan Powlin in Making the Invisible Visible. Powlin is also known for her alter ego, Ida LeClaire, the funniest woman in Maine. Join Susan and Ida in exploring the joys and challenges of giving our traditionally silent minority a voice on the stage and page. That's all I've got for you this time. Everything I've covered today will be linked in the French Canadian Legacy Podcast episode description. Merci for listening. Thank you, Melody. Now, this week's episode was something I was really, really excited about going into the conversation and really just had an amazing time. I got to speak with Dr. Cynthia Fox, an associate professor of French studies at the University of Albany. 
And this topic is beyond fascinating for me. We talked a lot on this program about the language and, you know, the language in Quebec and how that might be different, maybe the language in Acadia or how both are significantly different than the language you would find in France. But this conversation with Dr. Fox, we talk about the language of Franco-Americans, specifically the Franco-Americans of the Northeast. Super interesting, something that she has studied, she has researched. And what I think is fascinating is the discussion of, first of all, who's speaking the language at this point uh, in the various regions of the Northeast, as well as maybe there are some differences in the language that's spoken among Franco-Americans and why that might be different. Um, maybe there's, is there a generational difference? Perhaps there's a regional difference. It's, is the language different in Northern New England versus Southern New England? Is it different than in New York? Super, super fascinating topic. Really, really interesting discussion. Also, this is the first real time that we've had the introduction or a proper introduction, I think, to the New York story. We have obviously we've touched a lot about New England on the podcast, but generally our discussion of the Northeast kind of ends there. But now we got the New York part of the story, which was very, very cool. So this coming episode, this coming week, I think is a super, super interesting episode of the podcast. Dr. Cynthia Fox, Associate Professor of French Studies, University of Albany. I am going to ask, though, because I'm going to be heading up to Quebec. Mm-hmm. Are you, you familiar with Quebec? You've been to Quebec mm-hmm. a few mm-hmm. times? Mm-hmm. What are places that you got to make sure that I check off my list of things to check out when I get up uh, to Quebec? Oh, wow. Oh, oh okay. Um, well, it's funny. The, the thing that pops into my head immediately is there's this great movie theater. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Um, it's called Cinéma Le uh, Le Clap, C L A P, and it's off. It's near the univer- the un- Laval campus. Sure. Yeah. Um, and they just they show movies all day long, and they're all they're all you know um, fr- French language, foreign sure. language. You know these great great movies. I I I have spent a lot of time in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'll have so, to check that out. Uh, um, and you know, there's all of the, you know, the museums, the Plain d'Abraham, the, um, doing the funicular, you know, sure. X city, all of those things are eating in restaurants. The, I don't know. Just wandering well, around. Is, <laughs> have you ever been in winter? Um, I have, but not, I haven't been there for the carnaval, but I have been <laughs> there, um, I was there, I've only ever been there once in the winter, and it was actually a little scary because, you know, there's that whole, when you go from the from the upper yeah. upper city to the lower city, and yes. they actually have, you know, like railings put up so that you oh, can yeah. on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've it multiple times, yes. Right, and you don't go sliding down that hill. So it is a little, um, you know, <laughs> uh, takes a little courage to do that. Um, Did you do the toboggan? I did not. I, I, have a, I have a family story about that, actually. Yeah, my, my um, maternal, my great-grandfather grew up in Thurso, Quebec, and okay. but that has nothing to do with it. But anyway, he, <laughs> he had a um, wooden leg. Oh, wow. Yeah, and the whole story, the story that I was always told was that he was in Burlington, Vermont, 
doing some sledding and he broke his leg in several places and they couldn't they they amputated because they couldn't fix it but oh, recently wow. i've been told that it was actually in quebec city that this happened so i don't really know but anyway well, i've had <laughs> but, better luck on the toboggan then. <laughs> but anyway even if you broke your leg in three places they would be able to repair it now. I, would, I would hope so actually yeah. i have kind of a broken bone story my my grandfather uh again when he was a kid broke his arm uh, because they couldn't afford to take him to a real doctor it was actually set by the local veterinarian oh actually. wow it's just kind of crazy, but all right. Well, this has been awesome. We just kind of got off the rails a little bit, but this has been fun. Yeah. Thank you so much, Cynthia. Okay, thank you. Now our fathers look at us and sigh with despair to think that everything they love we simply do not share. But the spirit never dies, our culture will survive. Each of us must choose how much to keep alive. Each of us must choose how much to keep alive. Special thanks to Josie Vashon for providing the music. You can find more about her at josievashon.com. This podcast was produced and edited by Mike Campbell. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at fclpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at fclpodcast for more information about the topics discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this episode.